This is episode 14 of the Bullheaded Podcast. This is your host slash production, Sean. Uh, I'm actually subbing in for Chaz again. Um, I uh, wanted to make sure that we get a episode out. I know last week we didn't really get any things out, but or episodes out, but we're going to make sure we get, uh, get the episodes to you guys weekly. So uh, I'm here with P. Bush and uh, Zoo. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Oh, it was a sad week in football, man. It was a sad week in <laughs> a lot football. of injuries. It was a sad game for the Celtics last night. I'm very disappointed. It was just a sad, sad sports week, man. Yeah. I'm having a great week, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy team must be looking right, I guess, huh? Looking right, and the Heat are looking right as well, man. Uh, yes, yeah, dark horse. Well, speaking of the Heat, uh, last night, if you guys were watching, uh, Tyler Hero went off. Uh, I think he went for 37 in the game against the Celtics, and uh kind of put a stranglehold on that series against the Celtics. And I want to get you guys' thoughts on, do you think the Celtics have a chance to come back or do you think the Miami are just going to the finals? And uh, people should want to start with you. You know, I, I, I can't put it past the heat, man. They're up, they're up three, one right now. I don't think they're going to blow a three, one lead. They ain't the Clippers. These guys move the ball super well. They have four guys that are putting up almost 20 a game in this series. It's ridiculous. The only thing that concerns me a bit is Adebayo. You know, he hurt his wrist in uh, game four, but per reports, he said he's doing fine. Um, This team just moves the ball so well. They're not selfish. Tyler Hero was looking like a pure veteran at 20 years old. I couldn't believe watching the game last night. And it's not like he was even settling. He was driving the ball. His floater is beautiful. The way he uses the glass, it was just a pretty game to watch for him. Super efficient. You know, obviously, Goran Dragic is hitting some ridiculous shots. He loves that little stop in the paint, spin left around, floater jump shot. He's doing that all night. But the biggest thing I think that they have is playing zone defense on the Celtics. The Celtics had no clue, zero clue how to work it. They were just passing around the perimeter and taking horrible three-pointers the entire time. You know, Jason Tatum going 0 for 6 in the first half. I think that was the difference in the game. They, they, you know, the Celtics got off to a slow start. Luckily, Kemba kind of kept them in the game with, with Jalen Brown a bit. But Kemba, man, he's making $35 million a year. That man needs to do something. I mean, he's 5'11", five, generously, a, a generous 5'11". And he is just a matchup nightmare for whoever the Heat want to put on him, man. They can just post him up, get him down low. Bam's destroying Tice on the boards. This series is over. I think the Heat are going to close it in five, man. In five? In five. Oof. I'm still riding it with the Celtics, baby. I'm still oh riding it. We got Chipotle back. I'm still riding <laughs> The power of the bubble, baby. 3-1, I can easily see it come back. Do you know why? Because the Miami Heat and the Celtics, I'm watching these guys play. They're so even, man. Mm-hmm. 3-1 doesn't really represent the quality of these two teams playing. Like, right? you, know, you see their points per game average? 110 for both teams, exactly the exactly. same, man. Exactly yep. the same, man. They're shooting like the same in the paint, same assist, field goal percentage, pretty much the same. So pretty much these teams right now, they're playing, they're playing just pretty even basketball right now. And you see if the Heat, they're pulling off like these close wins, man. Three-point win. Like these are like one to two possession win games. The Celtics got only one win over double digits. So right now, I'm watching the teams right now. I'm isolating my Kemba walk. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Kemba, man. Nah. My Lord, in the playoffs, he's just so average, man. Like, like Goran Dragic looks better than Kemba Walker. At Marcus 34, Smith. man. Yeah. 
Dude, Marcus Smart had an off game. Like, it's bound to happen. Regression, I mean, this guy ain't that great of a shooter. And Jason Tatum, like, that is the weirdest game of basketball ever. How do you get zero points and drop 28, man? That's actually incredible. 28 in one half of basketball against the Miami Heat, a great defensive basketball team. But, man, this Tyler Hero kid, 37 points. You know what he did? He outscored my boy Derrick Rose his rookie year, man. He yes, dropped 36. He, he dropped 37, man. <laughs> and this is in the conference finals, man. Yeah, this ain't conference the first round. Final. And that pull-up three, that pull-up, oh, that my. deep three, I was like, oh, my It's Lord. beautiful. Yeah. Tyler Hero, I underestimate this guy, especially rookie year. I'm, I imagine a 20-year-old doing this well, especially right now, because he had some pretty mediocre games. But dropping 37. And, like, game fours, these games matter, man. This is taking a commanding lead in a series. Like, 2-2 is a completely different ballgame. The Celtics got to climb. But I believe in the I believe in the Boston oh, Celtics, man. Who, I'm who's right going to make now, the difference for them? Yeah. I believe regression's going to happen. Jason Tatum's going to play a full game of basketball. He's going to play a full game of basketball. Kemba Walker. I lost faith in Kemba Walker. I'm sorry. That dude is too small. They're bottling up. I, I lost faith in Kemba Walker. Oh, man. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's actually been playing pretty well. I told you was... he was going to be the X Factor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Maybe Gordon Hayward right now because I don't know. Like, the inconsistency right now with the starting lineup with the Boston Celtics, man. Like, Marcus Smart have a bad game. So, Gordon Hayward got to be playing starter quality like yeah. minutes, man. Starter quality right now. Because they they either have to they either have to start Marcus Smart or they have to start Gordon Hayward and one of the two has to come off the bench and come off super strong when they come off that bench because besides one of those two guys when G Hay was hurt for you know pretty much the entire bubble you know they had Wanamaker as their best player coming oh, off the bench whoa. and he had you know he had a decent game three if I remember he, you know he played pretty well and he's a good defender. But, dude, this guy can't carry a team off the bench. You need someone to just come in and give you the energy. I don't know how the Heat are finding so much energy in the game with no crowd. They're just hyping each other up extremely. You know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler just keeps saying to me, he's like, dude, this team is full of dogs, man. These guys want to win. You know, even Tyler Hero in his, uh, I think in his post-game interview last night, he was like, I'm just doing this for Jimmy Butler, man. I'm trying to get this guy to the finals. The fact that he says that after dropping 37 as a 20-year-old rookie, it shows the just the chemistry that this team has. Pat Riley put all of his chips on the table saying, hey, I'm going all in this year, you know, with Dragic signing or trading for Iguodala and Jay Crowder. He's going all in, and I will say if the Heat make the finals, the Lakers will not have an easy pass when it comes to the Miami Heat. I think they match up way better against the, the Lakers than the Celtics do. I think they have a better shot. I think Tatum, like you said, Zoo, he's going to need to carry. Jalen Brown really hasn't. I mean, he's played well, but he's not getting. He's not. Be, he's not demanding the ball, especially when Tatum was so cold last night. You'd think he would want to just take over the game. You know, not leave the ball to Kemba, and they just weren't doing that. Man, they were just. They didn't know what to do against that zone. So, to your point, Zoo, of it being almost dead even statistically across the board. I think it's going to come come down to who's making these little adjustments game to game to try and make it harder on the other team. And right now, Eric Spolstra is winning that game against Brad Stevens. I got to give Spolstra a lot of credit when it comes to his substitutions, deciding to leave certain players in and out. I mean, I think they, the Jay Crowder, 
Andre Iguodala and uh, one other player, I forget, I forget who it was last night, but they they combined for nine points. The rest of the points that the Heat scored was between Goran, Bam, Tyler Hero, and Jimmy Butler. So they, they accounted for almost 90%, 92% of their points last night. And they have too many options, but they're, none of them are selfish at the same time. It's who's got the hot hand. Yeah, it's incredible because if you look at their bench, it's just Tyler Hero, man. It's just Tyler. Like, Iguodala, actually, right now, Iguodala has been irrelevant. Like, that dude has been doing nothing in this playoffs right now. So, like, Tyler Hero as the sixth man right now, incredible play. Incredible. Future star. In the East, he can be an all okay, I can sure, see him in sure. the East, especially in the sure. East, because if he's in the West, hell no, man. The West I don't is know, too man. good. Have you seen many scrub players put up 37 in an, a huge playoff game? I don't. You just said Derrick Rose, man. He turned into an absolute stud. I'm not comparing the two because they have very different playing styles. But when it comes big, coming up big for your team, Tyler Hero showed that he is willing to take the big shots, and he's got confidence more than I've seen any other rookie. I almost forgot about Ja and Zion this year, just having watched Tyler Hero last night, man. I don't. He he needed to get. He needed to have gotten more Rookie of the Year votes, but obviously he's kind of turned it on in the playoffs more so than back in the regular season. The funny thing with the Heat right now is Kendrick Nunn, the guy that made all NBA, all NBA rookie team, he's yeah. not playing. They never like, played. He's not played in the last game, and he's been a pretty much irrelevant in the playoffs so far. Yeah. So, Duncan, or, what, Duncan Robinson is really the only other player that they play off the I don't know. He's been sucking, man. He, he had over for man. He he's had a donut. Creepy. He went he's 0 streaky. for 4. Like I said, man, he ain't built. He ain't built for the playoffs, Dude, but then man. he goes out and hits five threes. Like, the, the man had arguably one of the quickest release three-point shots in the corner that I've ever seen any NBA player take. Well, the guy's only he job could, is to hit threes. If he doesn't special. hit threes, he's not going to play basketball. That's like, he's fine. He's not going to play a single minute. They don't need minute. it. If, yes, they do. Clearly he's starting. not. He's starting right now. No, I'm saying, but he scored three points last night. Three points. Yeah, they that's didn't pretty good. Yeah, yeah, the Celtics. The yeah, four, yeah, get they, your stuff together, Brad Stevens. Yeah. Learn how to pass against a zone defense. They pay, they're playing hot potato out there for some reason. Not I don't even, know what's going on, man. Not even that, dude. Adebayo is just destroying Daniel Tice down low. He is well, winning. What, what did you expect? Man. Daniel Tice, man. That dude's like the oldest rookie I, at, one of the oldest guys ever. You, you, you were the one that picked the Celtics. You gave him when he's like 26, man. You were the one that picked the Celtics, Zoo. Oh, I know. And I I'm still challenging you. I didn't pick him because of Daniel Tice. I, I'm I saying picked that, him because of Tatum and Brown. I'm saying I picked the Heat because I, I thought that Bam would destroy Tice down low. And you could see how many – there was one possession where I think they got three offensive boards in one possession. They kicked it out for three multiple times, and finally they hit one, speaking of the Heat. And, dude, they're just – they're making plays when they have to. They're hustling more. You know, Tatum, obviously, they're rel- the Celtics are relying on Tatum a little bit too much, in my opinion. You know, I think they need to feed the ball to Jalen Brown, get him driving or in the post. They just need to get Kemba some open looks, and it's just not working because of the heat size. They have anyone that can match up with Kemba. Um, it, it, it's been fun to watch. Bam can run the floor. I don't, I don't know if you know many Defensive Player of the Year candidates that can do that, dribble up the ball. You won the skills challenge. This team is going to be this. Their future is super bright. Them and the them and the Nuggets, man. That's what I'm hoping for the NBA Finals. Oh, oh stop! Stop it, man! Nobody wants the Nuggets in Why? the finals. That'd be the most entertaining, no. like pick'em finals ever. No, the finals yeah. need LeBron. No, they need LeBron. Yeah, yeah, for money purposes. But I'd rather see the Nuggets and Heat. No, 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 no. Jamal Nuggets Murray. Heat, I love Jamal Murray. 
He's a Jokic? baller. Jokic oh, versus Bam. They're great, man. They're great. They are. They're Jamal Murray's become a superstar this year, man. I like I'm it. I'm glad you can admit it. Like, you know, we want to see LeBron James. Man. Oh my God. LeBron James this, against the Miami Heat. Let me ask this question right here. And only reason why I bring this up is because when I was doing the socials today, I was going through the hashtags, and I was on Tyler Hero's name, and. I saw a lot of, I feel like it's blasphemy, but I saw a lot of comparison because, you know, a guy goes for 37 and all of a sudden you start seeing he's compared to other players in the league. And I saw a lot of people, I actually saw one poll where it was him and Devin Booker and 80% of the poll picked Tyler Hero as the guy they would want to start. Oh, really? I'm I'm asking this, I'm asking this. Who would you pick right now? I know it's I know it's heat in the moment, but who would you pick right now as a person you want to go on with? Because there was a lot of people saying Tyler Hill is the choice because of his ability to play make and go off the dribble, unlike Devin. Devin so Booker can play make. No, man. that's Not what I saw. Much. Yeah, it was like I agree with you guys. I'm just saying what I saw. Yeah, I can Not. see I can see him developing into a Devin Booker type of level of player. I agree. Both guys went to Kentucky. Both like combo guards. To dribble, shoot, and pass. So he has like all the skills, and if he gets a little stronger, get a little better at defense, he could be on his path to the de- if, the, if the Miami Heat developed this guy to a Devin Booker type player, man. And they and they got free agent money next the next couple of years in two mm-hmm. years. Miami Heat are loading up, man. They're loading up. I think I think like I said, I think them and the Nuggets are the two most exciting teams to watch in the next couple of years. Yeah. You know, respectively out of the East and West, but. No, I see. I see. Like right now, obviously, I take Devin Booker. I know we've had a couple podcasts where we've discussed his gameplay, and it's pretty nasty. But he's been kind of unlucky when it comes to talent. I mean, you know, Eric Spoelstra's arguably—he's proven to me that he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. Um, if people didn't believe it when he when he had LeBron and all that, but you know, I, I think that Hero he may have a little bit more of uh, a better decision making ability than Devin Booker. Uh, I think he drives a little bit better. I think he can finish at the rim better, but he's so young. I mean, we, we you know we just don't know. But then again, dude, he's carrying a team in a huge Eastern Conference Finals game, and Devin Booker's sitting at home right now, watching with his watching watching right. <laughs> so it, it's kind of tough. I mean, it's to the point, would Devin Booker show up like that if he was on this team? Probably. Yep. But. Probably. Yeah. You know, Tyler Hero's in this moment, and I think to your point, Sean, that's why it's like, you know, it's recency bias. Everyone's seeing him yeah. do that last yeah. night. But hey, he could that's a I think that's a good comparison on play style. He's very much like Devin Booker. I'd say he's a little bit quicker. But yeah. like you said, Zoo, both coming out of Kentucky. Bam said he was the one that told Pat Riley to draft him. Did you see that? Yeah. He was like, I put I put the I put the bug in his ear. I was like, you gotta draft this kid. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Dude, those Kentucky players, man, they good, man. They're always good, man. You look at right now the NBA. Anthony Davis, Kentucky. You got yeah. <laughs> you got Jamal Murray, Kentucky. Yeah. And then you got Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Kentucky. It's all Kentucky <laughs> players right now, man. Four crazy. crucial players in the conference finals, man. Crazy, man. That's crazy. crazy. Well, speaking of uh, the Western Conference and Jamal Murray, he was brought up a couple times in the last uh, debate. Um. Series is 2-1. Uh, it's actually going to start on the East Coast over here at 9 o'clock. And uh, I want to get you guys' thoughts on how you think the series is going to go. Now, we've seen the Nuggets been left for dead many, many times. Oh, yeah. And they have, and they have came back and made a lot of uh, comebacks and actually put out the Clippers. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on who you think is going to win that series. And, Zoo, I'm going to start with you. 
I'm riding with the Lakers, man. The Lakers oh ain't the God. Clippers, man. They ain't the Clippers, man. I didn't see the Clippers choking a 3-1 lead. That was by far the most shocking game I've ever watched in my entire life. To give up a 3-1 lead when you got Kawhi Leonard, finals MVP of the previous year. Yeah, I don't like Paul George anymore, man. I lost all respect for that guy after he hit the backboard. On Downhill. Oh, man, playoff P, way off P, man. Come on, Paul George. Are you kidding me? So embarrassing, man. So embarrassing. But the Nuggets, I'm giving Nuggets the credit, though. They beat yeah. a really good Clippers team. You can say they got two all-stars. Paul George, he's all-star caliber. But they beat a team with two all-stars with a superstar in Kawhi Leonard. And with their two studs, man. Rising two six Clippers, men, too. Man. What? Two oh, yeah, great two, six yeah, men. Yeah, two great six men, too, man. I don't know anymore. Lou Will, I'm retracting that six man of the year award. Montrez <laughs> Hair, I'm retracting that six man <laughs> of the agree. year award, too. Those guys did not show up in the bubble, man. Lou Will with this wings A1 go to the ATL and strippers or something. Stop it, Lou Will. Uh, it's so embarrassing, man. Him showing up in the bubble and he does. Dude, that man missed so many layups, man. That's embarrassing. Yeah. He missed like Montrez. They could not hit the side of the board. Or the side of a barn. I dude, swear to God, they legit, man. He anything. missed like dude, he missed layups, like his little floaters, man. Three point shots. He missed everything. And Montrez Harrow, Nikola Jokic, son that boy, man. That was his baby, man. Yeah. That was his baby, Montrez Harrow, man. Are you kidding me? So right yeah. now, Nikola Jokic, I got all the respects for Nikola. I think he's a top ten basketball player. Nikola Ooh. Jokic is a top ten basketball player. He's in I the agree. top ten. Probably not. I love his passing ability and his post moves. Beautiful, Beautiful, man. That little hook shot over Anthony Davis. This dude is a top 10 player, man. He's balling on Anthony Davis. But you're talking about LeBron James, man. This is my rule about LeBron James. If you give him a top 10 player in the NBA, he's going to win a ring. He's going to win a ring. No doubts about it. No doubts about it, man. No doubts about it. LeBron James is going to win a ring, especially this year when the Clippers, who I thought was the biggest biggest threat to them because they built their team to beat the Lakers. I agree. The Nuggets, I think, are not built as well as far as the matchups are concerned, especially because the Lakers are so big. Man, Lakers Dude. are gonna win. Lakers in six, man. Lakers in six. Sh- Lakers in six? Lakers oh. in six. All right. LeBron well, I, James ain't losing to the Nuggets. I'm sorry. He <laughs> lost he lost two nights ago, man. I mean we'll see. This game's about to start in what 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. I, you know and, and when I checked I didn't watch the first half of game three, but when I checked the score, I was like, the Nuggets are up 20 right now. And, you know, the Lakers are obviously, like you said, with LeBron and AD, they're going to, you know, stay in the game. This series should be 2-1 Nuggets. I agree. So you you, you, you were talking, that was nasty, but I would let him shoot that out of 10 times. He'd probably only make it about three to four. Now, obviously he made the shot. It's over. They're up 2-1, right? But you were just talking about with the Heat and Celtics how close those games were. Mm-hmm. And you want to say the difference maker, the Celtics come back 3-1 because of that? Yeah. I think the Nuggets could do it because of that. The Nuggets, dude, they get hot. They're similar to the Heat in the sense that they can move the ball really well. They have two guys that they can literally run their offense through in Jamal Murray and Jokic. But, dude, Jeremy Grant really stepped up for that team in game oh, yeah. three. If he can, if he can consistently do that along with Michael Porter Jr., if they can both have a good role playing game at the same time, put up, you know, 15, 17 points a game, they don't even have to drop, you know, 20 something like Grant did last game, but they're going to give the, they're going to give the Lakers a lot of trouble because the thing about game three was 
the only person that really had energy on the Lakers was Rondo. Rondo was the only person running up and down the floor trying, and defense, he couldn't even man. make he, his yeah, defense but is incredible. His defense is incredible. He was finishing at the rim. He had a couple great and ones there. You know, LeBron had a good, you know, first half or whatever. You know, AD kind of steps up. So they do have a lot of, like you said, star-studded options. But I think that as long as the Nuggets can take away the lob game out of the Lakers, they're going to keep this a very close series. I think, you know, my initial pick was Lakers in seven. I think the Lakers are going to win in seven games. But I think that the Nuggets could also win in seven games. So it's at this point right now, when we know it's 2-1, I think it's somewhat of a pick just based on how the Nuggets transformed earlier than, you know, going down 3-0 and having to win four games straight. They were able to steal game three, play pretty well, and come back out. They know how, Now they know how to play the Lakers. I think that was the biggest thing is they just needed to beat them once earlier rather than later. They got it done. And now they know what they need to keep doing. Obviously, the Lakers will adjust. You know, I feel like I haven't even thought about Frank Vogel all year. I feel like LeBron's just coaching that team, Bill Russell style. But oh no, I, I give him Frank Vogel for the defense, man. The defensive exactly. coaching that's what I was is just, great. That's what I was just gonna say. Is his defense, his defensive schemes have been awesome. I think Jokic is just gonna have to pop off. You know, he's gonna have to score at least twenty-five. Him and Murray are gonna have to combine for at least fifty a game. And, oh, and I think they need to combine for 60, man. Really? Yeah, because like they you, have, you think Grant is gonna drop 20 plus again? No, I'm no, sorry. I think he, he's I think not a good offensive player. He's just not a good offensive player. Sure, sure. But if him and him and MPJ could combine for like 30 to 35, I think that's all that matters. Because MPJ didn't right, I don't think he had a great game in game three, but Jeremy yeah, Grant did. Yeah. Right. So it you know it kind of evens out there. But if they can both give you 17 a game, 18 a game. That's, that's asking awesome. a lot, man. That's asking a lot. Especially but I'm saying because if you watch Grant play, man, offensively, he's irrelevant. He's just a bad dude, offensive player. He was, dude, he was, I mean, he was driving. I mean, LeBron was letting him get by. I mean, I don't know if the, the Lakers were just off in game three. They looked kind of slow and out of it. Maybe they just, hey, we're up 2 0 and we're just going to make this a series. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, LeBron likes to do that, to be honest. Oh, yes, but, he does. He yeah, he likes to make it interesting. But I don't know. I, I think for right now, my pick is going to be Lakers in seven. But I'm not counting out the Nuggets as quickly as Zoo is. So yeah, I think no that, I, Do you know why? Well, LeBron's why? up 2-0. Never lost. Never lost. Hey, LeBron does not blow leads, man. He's first time for everything. lost, man. LeBron James, yeah. if, if they go game seven, so if it's a game seven, LeBron James in game seven is legendary, man. He's so legendary, is Jamal Murray. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. He's, he's pretty legendary this year. It's right now. I don't care about how LeBron plays in the past. I care about how he's playing right now. He got That's a 30-point triple-double, and that was a bad game. Yeah, that was a yeah. – he played not well. He shot decently, but he was just out of it. Nah, I, I don't know. Just watching, nah, wa- he wasn't watching the game – I mean, obviously, statistically, he put up great numbers, but, like, I agree with you, Zoo. I mean, he needed to, he needed to play a lot better and – I don't know. I, this is a kind of a pick 'em series for for me at this point, but I will give the edge to the Lakers. No, I'm just praying they make it a series. I, I hope it's. I hope it goes. I don't want I don't, I don't to be a five game series, man. Because you know why? Because if LeBron James plays against the Miami Heat, winning five. Oh my God! I'm <laughs> sure you said that. About, I'm sure everyone said that about the oh Bucks boy. and the Celtics too. Mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah? it right now. Yeah. And now the Heat are going to win in five against the Celtics. So, winning five. Yeah, I told you they're going to win next game. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so, man, you want to put another burrito on that? Uh, next game? I'm already <laughs> winning. 
Okay. Now I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get into this last topic. Uh, it was a critical weekend for the NFL and for week two. Uh, the injuries were just devastating for a lot of teams. You know, Saquon went down. That's probably the biggest one. You know, Nick Bosa went down. You know, a couple of receivers, a couple of running backs. Um, I know it probably killed a lot of fantasy teams. A lot, a lot of people were probably upset about the players that got hurt for the fantasy teams. But what I'm going to ask you guys is, which player do you think is going to have the biggest impact on their on their team getting hurt? So, which player do you think is going to have the biggest impact on their actual team uh, going forward? And uh, people, I'm going to start with you. You know, I. I, was, I wanted to go with Saquon just because, you know, obviously he's an absolute stud. He's out for the entire year. McCaffrey will be coming back. Um, I, I don't know, Zoo, did they place him on IR or is he – he's guaranteed out three games, I believe. But, yeah, so he's on IR, so he'll miss probably, you know, four to five weeks if I were to assume that. But Saquon for me, you know, I, I didn't see the Giants doing that well this year. So by missing out on him, it honestly might help their team when it comes to draft class – stock bettering their team it gives them a little bit it gives them a little bit more time with their fans for not blowing up on them going five and eleven again you know they have a little bit of an excuse as a front office that saquon's out for the year so i'm gonna go with nick bosa i think that you know for the 49ers i mean dude they 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 lost so many first string players i mean they lost their two starting defensive ends in solomon hill and nick bosa so, you know, obviously I think Nick Bosa is the, the pinpoint of their injury list, but I think as a whole with the team, they're in a division where every single team besides them is 2-0 and right now. You know, they're the reigning NFC champions. They're the reigning division champions. They're losing their quarterback for about four weeks. I think Nick Bosa, they, they, they heavily rely on their defense winning them games along with their running game. And by losing out on their best, best pass rusher and arguably their most budding star pass rusher in Solomon Hill, their defense is totally different now, and they lost their two top running backs for a certain amount of time. So this team is is completely blown up. The only good thing is they got Kittle back, but with Mullins, I mean, it'll be nice for him to kind of have a, a pacifier in, in Kittle just to be able to throw to him whenever he needs to. But this 49ers team got real shook up. They're, they're not going to make it out of the NFC West anymore, and I put that a lot on their inability to now rush the passer along with running the ball. So my pick's Nick Bosa, man. They're, they're, they're in a deep hole right now. I give you that. Like, they're not going to be a playoff contender anymore with no defense because obviously no. Jimmy G ain't, ain't, ain't the real deal. But I'm going to go personal, man. Christian McCaffrey. Do you know oh why? Because I hate him on my fantasy football team. That's why. Oh my I am Christian McCaffrey as the number one overall pick. PPR <laughs> league, half point PPR, so he's even more valuable. And obviously, this dude's entire offense, man. Teddy Bridgewater? The little little dinking and dunking. That guy had no arm, man. That guy is the definition of average, man. I mean, he may even be below average, Teddy Bridgewater. Eh, he's yeah, probably yeah. average. And without Christian McCaffrey yeah. as their workhorse, they might lose every game. <laughs> like, legit, in the next three, they might go 0-5 to start out this year, right? So yeah. Is, if they go 0-5, I don't think they're going to try the rest of the year, or they're not going to have incentive to try. Christian McCaffrey might rest even more. And they might lose even more games. And I think they're going to be tanking for two of them, man. They're, Dude. No, not tanking for two. Tanking for Trevor, man. Tanking for Trevor tanking Lawrence for Trevor. or Justin Fields, man. One they of those quarterbacks. I agree. They need to get DJ Moore a legit quarterback because he's a stud wide receiver. I mean, he's putting up eight for 120 with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Come on, man. This guy, if he, if he was playing with Trevor Lawrence, dropping him dimes down the sideline, he would be a fantasy stud more so than he already is right now. 
I agree, Zoo. I'm glad I'm playing you this week in fantasy football, man. You're about to catch that L. You're about to catch that L. I know you snuck one by me with Kamara last week in a different league, but this this one's different. Um, but yeah, dude, CMC going out is is huge. And more so, in my opinion, Panthers, for are you going to watch the Panthers? I'm not going to watch them anymore. Uh, no, I mean I have red zone. I mean I'm gonna have red zone on, so you know they might have one highlight per half. To be honest, I don't think uh, Teddy Bridgewater is gonna be doing much, but I mean, dude, McCaffrey, McCaffrey going out, you know, once again for the Panthers, this may be a blessing in disguise when it comes to kind of their semi rebuild. Yeah, if I was if I was the Giants or the Panthers right now, just rest of the season, man. Get trying to get one of these two elite quarterbacks, man. Yeah, two elite yeah. quarterbacks, because if you don't have a quarterback, you're irrelevant. So you might as well rest the year, build up your other positions, and try to develop your players and get a stud to take over. Because I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater and Daniel Jones ain't gonna win no championships. Daniel, no, I. But Daniel Jones, you know, I'd say he's. I would give him a better upside than Teddy Bridgewater. So for me, the the Giants need to bolster their O line, man. If they could nah, draft a stud. I no, would, that's fine. But I, I don't know if I, I would, would just draft disregard a QB him. and trade Daniel Jones for whatever you can get for Daniel. Jones. Really? Yes. I would trade him to get another first round pick if you could get that pair, pairing him with something else, right? And try and draft, like you said, either a QB if you're going to 100% start over at that position as the Giants, you know, take take Lawrence, whatever. Or, and then if you get another second or first round pick, you got to bolster that O line, man. Saquon can not just be making all these cuts all the time to get around his O line. He got hit before he crossed the line of scrimmage, man. It was bad. Yeah, so they need – and to the point, Daniel Jones isn't getting any time in the pocket. So my point is, is that if they bolster the O-line, I think that will really help them, you know, offensively, obviously, just giving him more time. We saw he had decent time against the Steelers, and he was popping off. He actually played pretty well. Darius Slayton, my uh, fantasy huh? sleeper pick, you, you know, dropping tutty, for two, two, two tutties. <laughs> two tutties. Two tutties. He, he, and yards, I, I played him in yards? 100 yards and two touchdowns, or 97 or something like that. But – you know, I think that I agree with you, Zoo. The the two running backs are the definitely the most pivotal, but I don't think that for those teams, it's that detrimental to their seasons because I didn't see them going that far in the first place. Whereas the Niners, they had a legit shot to come back and rival in that division that's arguably the most stacked in the league. Um, from Seattle, always man. being the first two leagues. Seattle. Russell, Russell is a bad man. He's the new bad he's, man. He's completely 80% of his passes right now. Crazy. 80%. Quarterback. How do you complete 80% of your passes, man? Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, man, that team is loaded on um, offense. Unless you're Tom Brady just throwing checkdowns all game. I don't think anybody's going to get 80%. Dude, Tom completion. Brady looks bad. He looks bad. All right, all right. Well, see, he's in a totally new offense with man, no Man, what's time. with all the picks, man? I trusted Tom Brady this year. He was one of the two QBs I like this year. He looked awful, man. But, yo, Mahomes almost choked that game last week against the Chargers and Justin it, Herbert. <laughs> Harrison Bucker, 50-yard kick, man. Yeah, That's what I he does, man. <laughs> He's on my team. <laughs> but, dude, yeah, no, I mean, horrible week just for fantasy yeah. football. I feel like I had to move my lineups in my league multiple times. I had to drop Cortland <laughs> Sutton about a half hour ago. Oh, yeah. Pretty oh, yeah, sad. Gone, man. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I didn't even realize he tore his ACL. I knew he had, you know, somewhat of an injury. But then losing, you know, another big one is Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton. You know, the Broncos. Yeah, they signed uh, Blake Bortles. What did you say? <laughs> Like Bortles, oh. they signed him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's gonna try and he's gonna try and bring him back to the uh, the AFC Championship game like he did the Jaguars, but no shot. They they have a lot of injuries with Lindsey and now Sutton and Drew Locke. 
they had a relatively and Von Miller, obviously. So if everybody was healthy on that team, I think it would have been a fun team to watch, especially going against the Chiefs and Raiders twice a year. But you know, the the fact that the that that McCaffrey on the Panthers has to go up against, you know, or, or the fact that the Panthers have to go up against the Saints, Falcons, and the um the Bucks twice a year without McCaffrey. Be all oh out, my man. goodness, man. Like sweat, man. Oh sweat. my goodness. Oh for six. Oh for six, man. Jason Tatum style. No, that hurts. Oh man. Yeah. Tatum will show up. He'll redeem himself. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, rough, rough week for the NFL. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Um, I think when we reconvene, we'll have uh, some clear cut picks and see who's right and wrong on the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it'll be less of an injury free week with the NFL uh, so we can get these fantasy going. And uh, like always, you guys should uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, we go live every Thursday night, uh, 8.30, sometimes 9 o'clock. It's probably going to be 8.30 more because of football and a bunch of games coming on. So that's usually going to be time we're probably going to stick to. Uh, Make sure you uh, also go to Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever you listen to. So until next time, this is Sean, P. Bush, and Zoo. We're signing out.